Welcome to the Dream Mason Podcast. I'm your host, Alex Terranova. A dream mason is a person who's brave enough to declare they have a dream and committed enough to do the work to build it. I know we all have a dream mason inside of us, and my dream for this podcast is to support us by giving us a glimpse inside the hearts and minds of leaders, creators, and innovators to help us unleash our inner dream mason. Because your dreams don't build themselves. Welcome back to the Dream Mason Podcast. I'm your host, Alex Terranova. I am a Dream Mason, a performance and mindfulness coach. I work with leaders, creators, and innovators, those brave enough to build their dreams. If you're a high performer looking for an edge with the desire to expand your leadership, generate more money, more time, and feel more fulfilled, working with me will support you in making that life a reality. Now, if you haven't already, please support me and this podcast by subscribing and leaving a review on iTunes, Google Play, or YouTube. Follow me on Instagram at inspirationalalex and share this podcast with a friend. This is a segment I like to call the bricks. Bricks by nature aren't much at all on their own. But when you create a vision for what they could be, create a plan and start to build, bricks can become something truly magnificent. And like our dreams, we build them with one brick at a time. The Bricks is a short one-topic episode of the Dream Mason podcast intended to spark inspiration and support you in moving one step closer to your dreams. Because your dreams don't build themselves. Today on an episode of The Bricks, I have a special guest. Well, they're always special guests, right? But uh, today's guest is uh, one of my oldest friends. He's a former professional tennis player, but now as a coach, he works with executives and entrepreneurs and helps them take their businesses and their lives to the next level. I am excited to introduce you to Jeff Miller. What's up, Jeff? Hey, Alex. Thanks for having me on and uh, looking forward to this amazing experience. And I appreciate it. Yeah. Um, besides the fact that, you know, we, we used to maybe do some not very wise or mindful things or conscious things in our younger days, what do you want people to know about you before we jump into today's topic? So, yeah, I guess I would just like everyone to know that uh, without Alex here, I don't know if I'd be a coach in this vein. So super appreciative for this guy. And uh, just love to have a good time, love my business, uh, love my family. I've got a, a wife and three amazing children at home. Nice. Man, three kids, and you made time to do this. <laughs> yeah, well, my wife thinks I'm getting groceries right now, so <laughs> we could just roll with that for now. And Jeff and I are, we're actually sitting outside, so if you hear any birds, if you're a bird lover, maybe you can identify them and write in and tell us what we actually what is around us so the topic today is about getting supported and I've talked about support on the podcast before but Jeff and I really wanted to talk about it from the lens or through the masculine lens and really take a look at it from our perspective and for men and look as a woman or as somebody who feels more in their feminine you can totally take something from this but just know we're coming from that lens as males and from our masculine really the challenges and the struggles and whatnot, and sometimes the victories maybe of what it's like to get and give support. Jeff, what do you, what comes up for you when we talk about getting supported? 
I just think about my past and when I was a kid, um, my dad just pretty much put his shoulders down and just ran through everything, didn't ask for support. I never saw him cry. Uh, all the shows and the, the Rockies and the diehards that I watched, the, the male characters didn't really, you know, exude vulnerability, sensitivity, uh, was very masculine. And, and that's kind of how I thought it was. I didn't think it was okay to be sensitive as a man. And I didn't think it was okay to be vulnerable. Yeah, I get that. I, when I think of it, when I was listening to and thinking about all those movies and my life, it always occurs like a weakness or it used to occur as a weakness to get support or ask for help. The thought of like, hey, can you help me with something or can you support me with something? It's almost like this thought of like, you can't do it yourself. And so from the ego, it's evidence that like you're not good enough or you're not worthy or you're too weak, but it always is kind of like, it never occurs as like a strength. And I think the thing that we're both learning is that that's actually not true, that this is totally a myth that we continue to perpetuate in our society. Yeah, and so it's one thing to have the awareness. You and I both have the awareness. But I still struggle with actually <laughs> getting supported. So it's one thing to say, hey, the light bulb is out, it needs to be changed. But if you don't know how to change it, it gets a little murky. So for me, I just get really curious on what does someone do when they don't know how to get supported? How does that process work? And that's what I'm looking for now. And that's what I'm working on now is have the awareness, be okay with it, and then figure out the process of getting the exact support that I need in that moment. What do you do with clients? Like when a client that you have, you know, some high-powered executive who is juggling all the balls, has all the responsibilities, and you realize there's an opportunity for them to get supported, how do you support them from the perspective as coach? I mean, at first I just ask, um, do they need support? And most of them say yes. <laughs> um, otherwise, they would have never hired me in the first place. And then two, I ask them, well, what do they need? And then most people like me give their automatic. Oh, I don't know. Or I'm good. I can get through it. Or it's okay. And I'm like, okay. So now we've got through the nonsense. Are you really ready to tell me what you actually need and actually want? And then they start thinking about it. Um, and then they reflect back. And then sometimes they get stuck. And I'm like, would you like to brainstorm? And then we kind of collaborate together. I think it's all about positive collaboration on moving people forward and support. And that seems to help my clients. For me, I, I totally can identify with this. I often, when I'm stuck, whether it be emotionally and like mindfully stuck or challenged with a project in the more facilitative steps of it, I, what I notice is like, I don't know what I need. So like I think of, I know I need support, right? I'm overwhelmed, I'm busy, I have too many projects on my plate, or maybe I just got like some bad news and I'm feeling like not my best. I actually usually can't identify the need. Like what's the basic need, right? Like we all think of needs as like food, air, shelter, water. And, and for most people, I'm gonna say that people listening to this podcast, your needs are met probably with food, air, shelter, and water. So now there are these additional needs and support really plays into that. So when I'm thinking about it for myself or with clients, it's kind of like, okay, you need support. We're there. Now what's the need that's not that you need to be met or helped. 
advance or have the breakthrough around or get the challenge met. So I think really identifying that need and maybe it's, hey, I need someone to give me acceptance or love or someone to say it's going to be okay, like that I don't need to do it all right now. Sometimes it's actually the need is I just need like actual help with a simple project. I need somebody to do these three steps for me. But identifying the need, I think, is the key. That's usually the place I go with my clients is, hey, what do you need support in? And they do the same thing. I don't know. I know I need support, but I don't know. So what's the need that would kind of help you cultivate that? And if they can identify the need, then we can usually create a support structure that would help them get out of their own way. What else do you see around, like, where you get stuck or clients around this? I honestly think people get stuck with not wanting to be open with acknowledging they need support and they might acknowledge it, but then they kind of downplay the fact of, okay, well, I need a specific item, right? Like you said, like, I don't know what I need. I need something. And then I don't, I don't know what I need. So a people either get stuck in the beginning or they actually say I need support and then they just give up and bail. And what's curious to me and what is always fascinating to me, and I, and I would speak for myself here, is like, well, how many things have I not done because I was unwilling to go down that road? So what I'm super curious about and what interests me is, you know, where, where have I been stuck? And, you know, what have I given up because I was unwilling to really ask for what I really needed or even went down that road? And so because I was unwilling to go down that road with someone, I wasn't able to do the thing I wanted to do or even do the thing I wouldn't even think is possible because I was unwilling to ask specifically for what I needed or even have a discussion about it. I was unwilling. There's so much fear in this conversation, not like with you and me, like we're not afraid right now, but I think there's fear in the conversation, especially from the male perspective around this weakness that we addressed before. I can, I'm thinking about the clients that I have and the people that I know that in relationships don't get help. So a marriage is struggling. And now it doesn't have to be the man or the woman, but one person wants to go get supported, whether it be by a coach or a therapist, and the other person doesn't. And I think that there's that fear, I think really from a male perspective, a lot of times it's like often a man who's like, I don't, I don't, they don't want to do it, they're unwilling. And I think of it from that place, like this fear of admitting that you need help. Like who doesn't need help with something? Who's doing everything on their own from the moment they were born to the moment that they die? That's never the case. And anyone that has a business that's successful, anyone that has a marriage that's successful, you have kids, you know that you can't do it yourself. No, I can barely <laughs> do it with someone else. <laughs> so it's funny that we have this, this fear culture around asking for help or support. I always think of it, for me, it comes up in my writing. I'm a really good writer when it comes to getting content out, but I suck at the grammatical, structural pieces of writing. And I have to go ask for support and help from people all the time with this. I know that from ego, it like doesn't want me to get help. It tells me that there's something wrong with me or that I'm not a good writer. It makes up stories that I believe are about separation. That, that's what our ego does, is it separates us from God, it separates us from other people, it separates us from ourselves. And, and it's kind of its job, it thinks it's keeping us safe, 
and it's keeping us safe by isolating us. And so it plays into this idea of fear of asking for help. And I mean, we see it in the world with like, you know, people who are depressed or sad and don't want to see, get help or seek help. And it's actually really unfortunate. I think that if we could break this up, if we could get to a place where as human beings, we're happy to ask for support, that we actually realize the person on the other end is usually like so happy to give it. How much would change, you know, in, in marriages, in communities, with friendships, politics. Anything else you see that you feel like you want to say or share or anything you want to offer people who might be needing support? Yeah, I mean, I, I think a really cool practice that I've tried to take on is, is asking for support every day. And it could be like, hey, can you help me lift this thing from the trunk? Or it could be like, hey, do you have a moment to talk about my deepest fears and desires in life, right? It can be anything on the spectrum, but getting in the habit of asking for support to debunk, especially for men, to debunk the notion that that's, that equals weakness because it actually equals strength. So, um, and again, it, it, in my opinion, a good practice or a good structure should make you uncomfortable. And <laughs> for me, when I started this practice, it was uncomfortable and sometimes still is. But I think that's how you get to the growth. So I had a client at one point who I gave a very similar practice to. And she was a badass, powerful, functioning, entrepreneurial woman. And everything she did all on her own. And she realized she just wasn't willing to let anyone help her anywhere. And she was actually suffering. So the funny thing is, right, she's super capable. That's already been established. So that's never going to go away. But she's realizing she needs help and doesn't have, know how to get it. So we created a practice pretty much similar to what you just described. And I remember the first week she came back and I was like, so where'd you get support this week? And she kind of laughed and she was like, the dumbest places. And I'm like, what do you mean? She's like, I would ask people to open jars that I knew I could open. Or I asked somebody to reach up onto a shelf and get something at like the office that she could have actually just extended her arm further and reached. But she she wasn't comfortable asking for help in, in real like real big places so she but she wanted to break this up so she started with really silly things so i think there's opportunity for people yeah you could ask people for the emotional support and if you're not comfortable there's stuff in your everyday life you could ask somebody to pass the salt when you actually could reach it yeah it's support but i love that practice that you gave it's just about breaking it up and doing something different jeff thanks for being here thanks for doing this episode of The Bricks with me. Jeff is going to be back. We're going to do more of these. And yeah, just appreciate you. Thanks for being vulnerable and sharing aspects of your life. What works for you? What's a struggle for you? How do people reach out to you if they want to get in touch? Uh, my website, jeffmillercoaching.com. And then I'm on Instagram and Facebook at Jeff Miller Coaching. Nice. Well, thanks again. Appreciate it, Alex. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Dream Mason Podcast. Please subscribe to the Dream Mason Podcast so you don't miss an episode. Share it with a friend and give us a review on iTunes. I am grateful to have had you here. If you want more, you can follow or reach out to me, Alex Terranova, on Instagram at inspirationalalex or at thedreammason.com or email me at alex at thedreammason.com. And remember, you are a dream mason because your dreams don't build themselves.
Thank you.